briefest of glances can start the biggest romances. Our eyes were doing the dances and they were making advances. When our eyes met, I was like, hey, now I bet that joke could be the one. Are you the one? So this episode made me really angry, just constantly, more or less. Mm. No, do the intro first. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, hi, <laughs> and welcome back to the Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You The One podcast. I'm your host, Taylor. I'm your other host, Aubrey. And this episode made me really angry almost all the way through. Oh, same. No, not true. I was happy for like three seconds. I'm sure I was too, but I don't remember those three seconds. I instead remember the 10,000 seconds I was mad at Kareem. Don't worry, I have them marked down exactly when I'm her when I'm happy. Okay. Uh So we start off with a celebration party, which I think is completely ridiculous. Yeah, cuz they it's got unearned. four beams. It's a completely unearned celebration party. They even in the little teaser leading up to it showed us like JT clapping and it's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, guys. It's like it's not what we're talking about at all. You got four beams. It's it's episode <laughs> <sorry>. 8. <laughs> Did you just call the host JT? I don't know, did I? Yeah, his name's Terrence J, so if anything, it would be TJ. I've been calling him TJ, but I've also been watching a lot of Scrubs, so I might have just called him JT by accident. Oh, God, I wish JT was the host. That would be fucking fantastic if they got... What's his name? Zach Braff? No, I'm talking about JT, the character. I'm talking about either. I... We'll, be, we'll petition for next season, because honestly, I think this season is going to end with somebody, like, getting stabbed by Kareem. Um, oh, I And they're, they're going to need to, if they're going to get uh, season seven, rethink the tone of the show. And I think uh, JT from Scrubs might just Murder be the mystery. rethinking they need. Or it can become whodunit, but somebody's actually dead. Oh, God. Oh, I forgot that I made you watch whodunit. Oh, great show. But, so, um, let's start off with this episode with Alexis and Keith. At the very beginning, they make a promise to not sleep with anyone else. More specifically, they promise not to sleep with their perfect match. But... Well... <laughs> I mean, I guess that is a loophole. Point... That's not the point, though. Point being, yeah, we come in and we have a conversation with the two of them, which was honestly, having not seen the end of the episode yet... A pretty nice seeming conversation where they like still like each other, but Keith said that, and I, I it's something I wrote down that is as being kind of interesting and nice that they're going to be an example of like a good no match couple. Wherein, hey, and I was excited. I was because too. Both of them were like, "We're gonna play the game. We're gonna do this. We're gonna find our other match." But like after after the game, we can we'll see where this goes. Yeah, and I and I I liked it. Me too. I was optimistic for them because we'd already seen them being a good no match couple last episode. So I exactly. had no reason to think that this was going to go poorly. I should have known better, yeah. but I had no reason to think this was going to go poorly. <laughs> I mean, you did have reason, and it's that Alexis has shown time and time again to be more than a little crazy. I know, but she tricked me. Last episode, she tricked she me into thinking she wasn't as crazy as she is. She always does. That's our game. Yeah, I mean, she tricked Keith, too, but we'll get to that. Oh, God. So right after Keith and Alexis's conversation, we come over and we see Olivia because... Oh, uh, yes. She and Kareem are a couple. Humping. Humping, yeah. But she and, she and Kareem are, are chatting or whatever, and we get a little a little nugget from Olivia where she says, Kareem is literally the definition of what I asked for. I really, really want to know what she asked for, especially considering she no. constantly brings up the fact that she asked for an Italian guy who's sarcastic. I think either you misheard or she misspoke. I think she meant, I think she said Keith is exactly who I asked for. No, she's, maybe I did. <laughs> Can we roll the tapes back on that? Let's, uh, all right, I didn't say that, so... <laughs> <laughs> but so so we move to Kareem and Olivia who are having a conversation on the couch and so he says something which is like oh you can help me find my perfect match if you're not the one because you know I don't know none of these girls and they don't know me like 
he was literally just weeks ago yelling at some other guys for not getting to know all the girls. Like, he's such a hypocrite. He is such a hypocrite. And what's crazy is that that was such a reasonable thing to say in the moment, too, of, hey, if we're not a perfect match, like, we're both still in good positions here. Um, Yeah, totally. And I honestly honestly thought that they were setting us up and that it was going to end up being a fairly amicable, like, switcheroo. And and I, and I thought it was going to be. I, w- I was kind of upset. I'm like, oh, they teased this big fight. Like, this isn't going to be a big deal. Kareem and Olivia are already practically broken up, and Keith and Alexis have both agreed to go and do their own things. Like, oh boy, how I was, you I was pissed because there wasn't going to be a problem. Oh, oh, I'm sure you got excited later on. You see, and that's the thing is, normally I would have a great time because yeah, there was a problem with how shitty they are. But fuck, uh. if this one didn't just make me angry, they just. We're getting. I keep getting ahead of us, but you did. I have so many feelings about this one. Um, so right, so no, we start the episode with these two conversations, and then we move right into the challenge, like right away. It came in fast. Yeah, no, we flew into this challenge. Xed out, by the way, Which it was called. Out. Not a bad name. It was no, and not a bad challenge. I thought. I agree. I agree. Usually. I would complain because this is a sort of challenge where it, it tests you on like knowing everybody and it's just sort of non-specific to couples and doesn't particularly reward yeah. knowing one other person. And normally I'd like mm-hmm. dock it for that this late in the game, especially, but these guys are doing so bad. They need it. They needed a, oh, Hey, do you know other people in this fucking house challenge? Um, they needed literal speed dating like on episode eight. Yeah. So I think this was an appropriate challenge for where we are in the game. I think it was too. Which I don't think it would have uh, been had they not been doing so shitty. I agree. Let's talk about some of the exes. Okay. Um. So I want to just start with one, which is Uche and that guy whose name I cannot remember. Is he the one he who... Was, the was like way older? Yeah. Okay. I was trying to figure out how I wanted to describe him. I like your way. It's nice. Yeah, well, because you don't want to say way older and a little unattractive. He wasn't even, like, horribly unattractive. I thought, I can't remember who it was. Was it Clinton? I thought Clinton was a little bit mean, but... uh, Oh, yeah, well, that's because Clinton's mean. Well, here's the thing, is he's unattractive in a house that's pretty much full of supermodels. He's probably pretty normal. And that's the thing, is I got a very, like, I just got a very normal guy impression from him in general. Like, the way he answered the questions, I was Um, like, huh. You seem kind of normal. Well, what I actually said was, you seem kind of weird, and I realized he seemed weird because he was normal in a room full of weird people. <laughs> I love that. I love that when that happens. Um, but what I really want to talk about is less so his appearance on the show, and more so Uche's reaction to him, like on Twitter and Instagram and stuff, because she was being a massive bitch. She was like... Oh, like at first she was like, oh, he's an actor. He's not even my real ex. And then she's like, you know, to call us, let's say that we were dating is an overstatement. We like knew each other for 120 days and I never saw him with the lights on. That's still a lot like, of sex. I will. I, yes, it is. But it's just like, girl, like it just made me really sad about Uche. Honestly, all I hear from that is I fucked an uggo for 120 days. Like it doesn't make you that doesn't make you come out as good as you think it does. I feel like I well, it comes out as you know, you know, instead of just you know, oh yeah, I had a sex with a normal looking person because I liked his personality. It was a I am ashamed of my sex romp with this ugly old man. Yeah, I'm sure he seemed like a fine guy. Or, like, somebody who will mug you at an ATM. It could have gone either way. We saw him for, like, four seconds. Right. He could be literally anyone. He could be literally anybody. And all we got on his character was that he wasn't that attractive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just want to, before we get to her, I just want to talk about these exes in general a little bit. Because Deandre was saying that her ex that came on she dated back in high school? That seems like yeah. an old ex to bring onto the show. willing to talk to her. 
And that's probably it. He was probably the only one willing to come on the show. But my question is, how far back do all of these people, like all of these exes go? Because I don't, well, I, I'm not the same person I was in high school. Like if my high school ex came on, you'd be getting a, well, I mean, maybe these people are the same as they were in high school. Maybe that's the problem. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, but it depends. Because like, so Joe's ex was from like a year ago. That's true. Do we want to talk about no, Joe's ex now? Oh, yeah, so she's an ex-contestant, Taylor. Uh-huh. And, oh, girl, she's, so, so here's what I'll say. The edit did not do her justice, because she didn't actually start the fight. Jaleste did. A bunch of the cast members have come forward and been like, Jaleste came into the room, like, talking about the fact that Joe was, like, ugly and hypocritical and a bedwetter, which is just, like, why? That's so strange. And, Right, but so she was swearing up a storm so they couldn't use it. Like, it was just unintelligible. And so then, the, so the edit made Taylor look like the instigator. Well, I mean, Taylor was clearly brought in to play the bitch. Like, she knows the oh, character I... she has at this point. I'm sure she got... Oh, yeah. I'm sure she got a bonus for getting in a fight, honestly. Like... Probably. Regardless also... of who started that fight, she was there to start shit. <laughs> They just didn't realize also, that everybody else was in the mood of starting shit this episode, so they didn't need true. it. What a waste! Um, what a waste of bringing on like a a ringer for a fight. Because that's true. It like, was. It, she barely got any Although, time. This fight barely got any time because everything else was so ridiculous. I'm gonna let it you get so your rushed. word in now. <laughs> I know it's fine. Um, the so the rumor mill this week has been spinning though. Because another thing is that Joe and Taylor might have hooked up while she came. That would be crazy. Right? I mean, she's, she's pretty so hot. This, like, oh, she yeah, seems totally. completely intolerable, playing a character or not. So she seems terrible. But she's pretty well, hot. Joe said that. That's exactly what Joe said. He was like, oh, yeah, she's terrible. But you know who's apparently not terrible? Who? Shad, who is apparently a good boyfriend. <laughs> Yes, I love Shad. I do. We want to talk about whether or not Shad is putting on for this show because it's something I, I've sort of avoided bringing up for a while. But that, it's it's just so hard to tell because the Reddit, you know, as far it, as I can see, seems convinced that Shad is putting on, and they they do. And I I don't know. I'm not sure if he's putting on or if he's like just super uncomfortable around cameras because he gets so little screen time. I wonder if. He just, like, is super quiet and, like, only says his one-lighters because he's, like, confident they'll be, like, funny. I'm just wondering how he ended up on this show, if I'm being completely honest. Well, Because he just doesn't fate. get the camera time, so we know he can't be that consistent. Like, when he first signed on, he was very clearly filling a certain role. Like, he was the, the vain one here to look down on everybody else in the house. And I feel mm -hmm. like he just maybe hasn't been doing that i think i think he may have his his audition tape was not an accurate representation of himself and he was just been unable to keep that up so they just gets they gave him less showtime because they're like oh you're just kind of a normal guy with bouts of annoyingness he just seems a little weird honestly yeah and he seems like he maybe knows he's a little weird and plays it up for comedy but Oh, yeah, exactly. Especially yeah. having an outsider come in and say that he's a good boyfriend makes me really skeptical that Shad is terrible. Uh, Malcolm X, Malcolm's X was not what I was expecting. And I don't want to be like mean or anything or even like mildly racist, but I wasn't expecting him to be dating like just a really sort of like average white girl. Yeah. Like she was pretty, but she wasn't like stunning. And it's weird, he seems super to me like the kind of person who would only go after people he deems, like, pretty enough. He struck me as sort of a one-note dater, where he basically always goes after the same girl. Like, different yes. girls, but the same girl over and over again, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Deandra and Narice. I was expecting basically more, like, another one of them to show up. Exactly. And we didn't get that. Um, oh. It was weird. I was, like, kind of thrown off, and I was like... Do I not know Malcolm? And then I was like, no, I do know Malcolm. Oh, we found out later that we do know Malcolm. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. But on the topic, uh, it's around this point, too, that Narice is... Um, never mind, I'm getting her confused with somebody else. 
No, Norris did decide to get over Malcolm. She also got in a fight with her ex. Yeah, Joe just started a fight between them. He just showed up. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Joe showed up because he clearly has no interest in Norris and was like, okay. So it just starts a fight between her and Randy. I don't know. I feel like Randy was ready to go for that fight because he wanted her back. And she's like, no, fuck you. And it's like, nah, girl, but but we're going to get back together. She's like, no, no, we're not. Sorry. <laughs> I also really like that seeing her ex was like a wake up call for her and Malcolm. She like saw her ex and was like, oh, my God, it's Malcolm. It Malcolm. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. That was the best possible thing for her in a way then. Just getting oh, in a fight with her so ex much. that reminded her of a fight with Malcolm. It was great. It was great. It was perfect. I also, I also love, she, she's like, you kept breaking my heart. And he's like, I kept? He's like, one time. <laughs> I was like, good argument, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, it makes me slightly more likely to believe him that he only broke her heart one time. Except for the fact that she came back and was like, but it wasn't just one time. Well, yeah, but her heart was already broken. You can't break it again. If you're hurt once, you're hurt forever. You're damaged goods, and you're no longer fit for consumption. <laughs> and you can't date anyone. Exactly. Take yourself out of the gene pool. So, at the very end of the date, Taylor decides to get into another fight with Joash. No, no, no. It's not the end of the date, first of all. Oh, um, I've run out of people to talk about. We're, on the, we're in the challenge, bro. Oh, sorry. That's what I meant. At the end of the challenge. I, I have something I want to talk about. Okay, go for it. When we were, one of the questions was to guess Malcolm's nickname for his dick. Oh my god. I rem oh my god. Baby leg. What? It Baby leg. Uh, uh, why I would you call it that? What's attractive about that? I don't, that's the, that's. Also, on, on in that same time. Uh, props to Uche for saying marshmallow. Yeah, Malcolm. I love that. Malcolm's dick marshmallow. I mean, I'm for it. I'm, I wished that was the right one. It's better than baby leg, which just evokes all oh of god. the wrong images. I just, my thing, oh my god, what about, uh, it made me want to vomit right then and there. So you wanted to talk about the fight that Taylor had at the end? Oh, actually it was right before they started answering questions, but yeah. Um, oh, it was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Taylor and Jalesk get into another fight. And so I'm gonna say in that fight, not that anyone's asking, Taylor lost it. Cause Taylor was clearly upset and like in the in her in her like feels, and Jalesk just seemed to so not care. Oh, Taylor one hundred percent lost that fight. For exactly yeah. the reason you said, which is she's the one who gave a shit about oh, yeah. nothing. It was stupid. When you're fighting about something stupid, the one who cares more is usually the loser. And yeah, and I was like, and she's the one who started the second fight, which it's like, you can't start a fight if the other person doesn't care. I mean, she's also just, she was brought on to play the bitch. And she was, it just came off as, it came off so much worse this episode, I think, because everybody else apparently decided to also play the bitch today. Um, <laughs> they put something in the water. They must have what what can you give people that just makes them mad and irrational alcohol i was gonna say fetal alcohol syndrome but i didn't think that seemed like oh, a good wow. joke jesus yours was so much worse than mine it also makes a lot less sense it does a baby leg maybe <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um the winners of this challenge though uh keith and alexis which is pretty funny uh-huh. And then uh -huh. Keith chooses Olivia, which makes sense. And then Alexis chooses Kareem? Why? Why did she do I, that? I don't know why she did that. Like, it was hilarious, uh, but... Uh, it it really made this episode. All I can think, giving... I'm trying to give Alexis the benefit of the doubt on this one. All I yeah. can think is that she was thinking Keith and Olivia are obviously a match. Because they've had conversations about that already, too. So, like... Oh, yeah. Everybody's sort of operating on the assumption that Keith and Olivia are going to be the match. Of course. So, Alexis is thinking might have been, well, that leaves Kareem, and I'm without somebody. That's the only thing I can think that would rationalize her decision. We're just filling each other's slots. 
basically. Like, like let's just have a switcheroony here. But she should I have guess. known better. If she, she if known. she talked to Kareem even once or saw Kareem in any of his better moments, she would know not to bring him on the date with Keith and Olivia. It's just it he has issues. But so my question had been if Keith and Olivia had won, do you think they would have let them be like, we pick each other? That's what I was one thinking. Goes on a date. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know what they were planning to do about that because I was hoping, I was rooting for Olivia to lose, specifically yeah. because I was worried Keith wasn't going to be able to pick her if she won. Yeah. Well, I guess so. Here's the thing: is if that happened, Olivia and Kareem would have gone into the truth booth, and that would have at least, you know, put an end to that whole situation. Either they would have broken up, or they would have gone to the perfect suite. I think the winner of this challenge instead of a date, I think, because the dates at this point were not even bothering. Although I'll, I'll, I'll admit this is the first interesting date we've had in a while. And if I had known it, I wouldn't have thought it at the time. But I was, I was thinking, instead of having the winner pick someone to go on a date with, they pick one of the exes to swap out for a girl currently on the show. <laughs> I support that. Because let's face okay. it, they've been doing so bad anyway, it's not going to make a difference. Oh, no. I just thought, I thought that would have been fun. That, it's so, and, uh, here's the part that I hate. With the stupid, dumb scheduling of the show, they're going to win early, and that's garbage. I'm not convinced that they're winning at all, let alone early. I hope they lose. I want them I to lose, and I think they lose. I I hope they lose, and I think they don't lose. I think they win early, by some luck. I think they're going to go in one night and accidentally pick the random 10 on accident and be like, well, this doesn't make sense. All right, I'll give you that. If they do win, I'll bet you it's going to be a complete fucking accident. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they'll call it strategy. They'll take credit for it. No doubt. Of course they will. But it's going to be 100% an accident. Oh, 100. So after the date, we go into party two. Yes. Um, This starts the first fight of, or I guess the second fight of the episode. The third fight of the episode? If you count Taylor the... twice? Well, no, that's just an extended fight. Well, it would still be the third fight if we count what's her face and her boyfriend, Jules, Nerys. Nerys and her boyfriend. Oh, but that wasn't a big fight. Like, I'm talking about blowouts. Okay, well, we're not even up to the blowout yet, though. Because first I want to talk about the cute little mini-date oh. that Anthony and Deandra went on that started the whole problem in the first place. It was very cute. Beer pong, although I, not really. I, I loved her line, this is the sweetest, drunkest thing you've ever done. Because it <laughs> was. Had... It was such a half-cooked, drunk idea but it was also really nice and just a, a it was a really pleasant like hey i kind of like you let's go off on our own and have some fun yeah it was nice and i thought it was also really sweet that he asked to kiss her before doing it and then it was super awkward after she shot that down i no but the thing is i didn't even mind cuz like i i get why she did it and he was super chill about it he wasn't like eh, bullshit he was just like i get it he's like i mean they both know. they both handled it well but it was yeah. still super awkward. It like, was we didn't see much of them after one it. One of the most mature moments of the of like the season. I don't know if I'd give it that much credit, but it was fine. It was they both handled it maturely. But for the five seconds we stayed on that date after she said uh, that, that five <laughs> seconds alone was enough for me to be like, "All right, I would have gotten up and left." Not because I was mad, <laughs> just because I. It's like this whole thing was sort of leading up to me kissing you, and you said no, so I'm not really sure what to do now. <laughs> My plan did not work. I must get recalculate. I mean, basically, yeah. Like, it was a date. He wanted to, like... Like, it's nice that they got to know each other, but that obviously wasn't the only objective here. Whether they were planning to fuck or not, I'm like, I believe that he just wanted to go in for a kiss, but... Totally. When someone says no to that, like, it puts you a bit off balance, you know? Yeah, that's when the date ends. It really does. That's the end of the date. That's the reason why you try and kiss him at the door when you're dropping somebody off. Because right. if they Cause say you no, you're going home anyway. <laughs> right. Because if you start 
like the date with like, hey, can I kiss you? No. Oh. Well, I Bye. guess this just. <laughs> um, but can I just say I'm really happy she didn't kiss him because it gave Malcolm zero ammunition. Oh, it was. It gave her the ultimate high ground. Oh, she because she did the I, right thing. Yeah, I. I if it, it was, was for the, Malcolm. It was the only time I've ever rooted for Deandra. This episode made me like Deandra a whole lot more. I mean, it made Same. me like a lot of the girls a whole lot more, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Zoe was really good of her to go up to Jalesse and be like, yo, you can't get mad because somebody yes. else is talking to Anthony. Like, I tried to be nice to you about it, but you, you, you got to fucking knock it off. That yes. was a great conversation. Um, and then we saw, who else? We saw Audrey step in at the truth booth, yes. which again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But we saw Audrey step in and defend Deandra again. Um, yeah. It was a it was a good episode for the girls. I mean, like personality wise, it was a good episode for the girls. Well, except for Alexis, but let's just talk about the fight. M- Malcolm thought thought he saw Anthony and uh, Deandra going into the boom room. No, he did see them. Yeah, they did go into of, the boom boom room, but they were on the balcony the whole time, and they did not even kiss. So instead of you know acting like a reasonable adult and saying, "Hey, what's up?" He instead goes and starts rumors and tells Jaleese. And you know what? Honestly, two people go into the boom boom room. It is a pretty fair assumption that they're going to fuck. Like, sure, I, totally. I, I, I get that. But everything about the handling it after they came out of the boom boom room was a disaster. But, but also even keeping... then... No, go no, ahead. Because like two people go into the boom boom room and... Like, so these are two people who haven't even talked that much, but, like, whatever. Like, even if he thought that was true, why is the first thing he's going to go do is go and start drama? Like, he should... Yeah, that was fucked. He should have waited at the best. Especially considering the fact that this is Malcolm we're talking about, too. We've literally watched him this entire season flip back and forth between two girls, and he's going to be the one who gets upset when Deandra, quote-unquote, cheats on him? What a tool. Oh, my God. Yes. Also, but, Dick Ryder oh, was really funny. Oh my, oh my god, I was shocked when he said that. And I, so is she, though. I, is that like a common insult or something, though? Because to me, that was so funny. It, I, like, I was more shocked that she got so upset. Like, I get it's the idea of him calling her that. But if somebody accused me of cheating by calling me a Dick Ryder, that's fucking hysterical. <laughs> Yeah, it was a weird, weird insult to call her. I do also know of a real-life person whose name is Dick Ryder, spelled with a Y, granted, but... um, You know the weirdest-named people. I do know the weirdest-named people. When I go through the doctors that I've seen and their names, it's not believable, honestly. It's not. Like Dr. Zitzblatt, the dermatologist. But enough about your doctors. Don't go to Dr. Um, Zitzblatt either, by the way. Shut up. Okay, can I move on to Keith and Olivia? Yeah, let's talk about this fight now. Well, so it started off really simple and cute, with Keith and Olivia just hanging out, flirting. Um, Honestly, and every time we see the two of them together, Olivia changes and gets likable. Yes! Keith is just cute. He seems like such a fun, kind guy. Yes, I love Keith. I love Keith, too. He's honestly never done anything to... No, there was one thing he did to make me dislike him, which was super early in the season, and he's never done anything like it again, which was the uh, truth or dare thing. I thought he overreacted a little bit, but... He did overreact, but... But that's it. I think we've seen enough of Keith so far this season to, to recognize that as just an overreaction and not a personality trait. Yes, it was a moment. Yeah. Um, so, so can I talk about the very first thing that Olivia said that made me again, that again made my skin crawl? Yep. Uh, it was the words and I quote, I'm scared of Kareem. Mm-hmm. And so, and so I was like trying to think about if there was a way, like if I was reading this wrong and I was like, well, she's not scared of Kareem. She's afraid of the way he'll react to bad news which is just being afraid of him. Like, 
there was no because he reacts violently. She's not afraid of him getting mad at her. She's afraid of him getting mad, breaking shit, hitting people, like getting in fights, swearing getting, at her. Yeah, like there's a oh, I'm afraid to upset my partner, and there's a I'm afraid of my partner upset. Yeah, this is the second one. So Keith and Olivia kiss, and then Olivia goes and tells Corinne because she feels guilty for kissing Keith. And the thing is, I'm proud of her because, like, if she's gonna tell him, fine. And she owns up to it. Like, she's not like, oh, he just kissed me and I don't know what happened, which was a line from Malcolm earlier uh-huh. in the season. She's like, I kissed him. I didn't stop him from kissing me. I kissed him back. Like, I wanted to. That said, it disgusted me watching her apologize to Kareem. Well, but that's because any interaction with Kareem disgusts me. But also, yeah. But, like, I get why she would apologize, because they are together. I get it, but I hated seeing it. Oh, and to see him use it against her was just disgusting. Well, and he did it! He did the exact same thing to her. He did. He did. And I forgot that, too, until it came up again later. And he didn't apologize until he was called out on it. No, Kareem, in in addition to all of his apparent flaws, is also incredibly manipulative. He is the first to use people's emotions against them. He is an abuser. And I I don't feel uncomfortable just making that statement. Because normally I shy really far away from making absolute statements about people like that. Because it's the kind of thing that can really fuck shit up for people. And a lot of the times is only borderline true at best. But no, right. Kareem is an abusive partner, and I do uh, not and, have and, any reservations about saying it anymore. Yeah, and and like you know, I mean, I'm not one to like, I mean, make like truthful, brash statements. But like everything he's done, and he's done it consistently, is like the textbook actions of an abusive's like partner. Uh huh. I am honestly like, surprised that he made it onto the show because it seems like he's the one person in this house who goes beyond like surface level problems or and like you know, petty ultimate drama. yeah he he's he transcends the petty drama he transcends problems that really only hurt yourself he's somebody who's going to hurt somebody else absolutely and i i'm shocked that he wasn't screened out and that they didn't catch that already um because i I ended this episode wondering if the show has gone too far honestly and i love shit going off the rails and them getting mad at each (gasps) other and people people losing their minds yeah but i i couldn't help but wonder with kareem at the end of this show if they don't have to step in at some point and yeah remove him or something the thing is he hasn't like for another like there was the one push but besides that he hasn't physically hurt anyone and I'm not surprised he didn't get screened out because abusers are amazingly charming and like that is the very true. Parties, everything seems fine. The reason why I'm wondering if at some point they're going to have to really intervene with Kareem is that he's escalating. Every episode yes. we see, he is escalating farther and farther, and I think it's honestly only a matter of time before he actually hurts somebody. And yeah, I I would not be terribly upset if the season finale was him getting carted off by the police. That would be, that would be honestly the best ending to this show. Is it would make you guys feel like you guys lost the million dollars, but Kareem got arrested. Right. That seems or, fair. Or we arrest Kareem and give him the million dollars. Fuck it. I'll I'll make that trade. I would rather see Kareem get arrested than watch these guys lose. Yeah, I, I actually prefer they get all 10 beams, everyone's celebrating, blue and red lights start flashing, they're like, party, nope, it's the police, they're here to take Kareem away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, okay. Um, so you want to go to wanna... the date? Yeah, which was a witch bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it was going to a witch shop <laughs> and then going to the exact same bar we've seen them at. Yeah, we've been here before and we didn't even get to see the interesting part of it. Well, we didn't we get to see, see like, what should have been the interesting part of the date. We got to see a lame basic tarot reading and then no, we, we didn't. We got to see them flip voodoo dolls. 
we didn't even get to see the tarot reading because that would have been kind of fun. Instead, we got to see one card put down and a joke about Kareem being the devil. That is what we got to see, which he might be. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, no, Kareem, Kareem's not the devil. The devil's better at everything than Kareem is, but that's neither here nor there. The devil can (sighs) play the fiddle. So we watched the guys not do anything in the interesting place for three seconds. And then we head to the bar we've been to before. Exactly. Um, Which is, it starts off like a regular date with Keith and Olivia being cute and kissing. And I like, I loved her. Why do you always give me a warning? Why don't you just do it? <laughs> that I, that was, was a really, that was really good. Again, Keith being super sweet, asking her if he's okay, if she's okay with him kissing her because she's in a relationship kind of. Yeah. She's kind of with somebody else. And granted, every time he asks her about it, cause he also does regularly ask her about it. And every time she basically says, it's only a matter of time before it's over. Yeah. And, ev- and every time he asks her, she seems more and more sure of that too. Because she does. Because she's realizing that Kareem is a fucking lunatic, yeah. abusive mm-hmm. boyfriend. That uh, was one of the best things to come out of this show, this episode, was her realizing how much she doesn't like Kareem. Yep. So, and then Kareem and Alexis. Yep. So, so first so, of all, let's talk about the fact that, how do you define hooking up? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> For me, hooking up is genitals have to be touched. Yes, that's that's another good way to put it. Olivia and Keith did not do anything that couldn't have been done in fifth grade. Oh, they yeah, they kissed they each were, other with, they kissed with each tongue. Other. I guess that would be a probably an middle advanced. School. Yeah, that would be middle school. So I'll, I'll correct it to. If someone was like, "Oh yeah, like I won't hang fuck up with you," I would assume that like okay, so the most we'll do is kiss. If some if somebody told me that, um, hey, we can have some fun, but we're not going to hook up, to me that says like, all right, we're going to kiss and maybe like some second base. Yeah, maybe maybe some like rubbing, but nothing explicit. No, nothing, yeah. Nothing we have to take our clothes off for. But so of course, Kareem words it. Oh, they hooked up instead of they kissed because he's manipulative. <sighs> That's the first moment in this episode when I really got just mad and not the fun kind of mad anymore, but the kind of mad where I'm just angry at Kareem because that was just plain and simple starting shit and lying. He knew exactly what they did Uh and he chose to use the word hooked up, which is a lie. Uh It's not even it's not wrong. It's a lie. Yes. Yes. (sighs) So then they go and start shit on the date and I was shocked honestly and this is the part where i get mad at alexis because her finding out keith hooked up with uh olivia she has every right to be mad about that it didn't happen but if it did i would understand why she'd be upset but instead of going up to him and having any sort of attempt at a reasonable conversation or even an attempt at a non-reasonable conversation. She instead opts for this very odd, non-specific approach. Like it's right out of a sitcom, where if she just said what she was mad about, Keith would say, wait, that didn't happen. And it would be fine. I mean, it would be fine, but it would be completely different. Instead, she's like, you want to tell me something? And he doesn't take the bait and doesn't say a word because he's not a fucking idiot. (laughs) She's like, yeah, exactly. You know what you did. And he doesn't say anything because he's not a fucking idiot and isn't going to take this bait because she's clearly just coming in hot looking for a fight. Oh, yeah, super. But if she just... Oh, Christ. If she just said what was on her fucking mind, half of this wouldn't have happened because she wouldn't have been on Kareem's side. I do have to say... Because they didn't hook up. Fuck. I do have to say I did enjoy her. All right, you go. Nodding to, to Kareem and then instantly before we can start talking, be like, wait, no, I'm out. And just left. Yep. <laughs> she was like, yeah, go for them, Kareem. But like, give me a second. I'm going to leave because I'm just done. I'm done with this. And <sighs> I thought Kareem was going to... I Oh, my God. I was legitimately concerned Kareem was going to beam that eight ball at someone. What was up with him in that eight ball? Why was he Why was he trying to break the eight ball? Did it come up, you're an asshole, and he got mad at it or something? Like, <laughs> I, think, I think, honestly, that might have been... Him trying to restrain himself in front of the cameras, because I think 
this might have been the point where he could have gotten like physical. I mean, he did get physical. He flipped a fucking table, but with another person. I I understand what you mean, but I don't know. Saying he could have gotten physical seems to imply he employed some sort of self restraint. And if this was his self restraint, then I'm severely worried about his well being. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Fuck, man. I also love the people in the background we could see who were just sitting there watching the whole thing from their balcony. Like, what a great day for them. Yeah. Although I'm sure they probably thought it was like like a like a, a scripted show. Oh, maybe that would be. They're like, oh, what a, what a weird drama. Yeah, like oh, like he's clearly the villain. <laughs> well, I you're mean, right. He is. <laughs> Shall we go back to the house though? Wow, for another fight out on the date. <laughs> yes. Uh. Well, no, it's a continuation of the same old fight. So back at the house, there's a continuation of the Deandra Malcolm fight, except now like it's grown, and Audrey has joined um Dee Dee, and no one has joined Malcolm because he's just legitimately oh I guess Jaleesa kind of has because she's bitter, but but even uh, then she's not on Malcolm's side; she's on not their side, and there's yeah, a big she's difference. Just angry. I think she's just mad. Yes. I don't yeah. think if asked, she would say, I side with Malcolm. She would say, I hate these bitches. Yes. And, and the fight was just so nothing because nothing came of it. Like, uh, Deandra just sort of affirmed her, great, I'm done with you forever, Malcolm. And he was just like, yeah, because you cheated on me, which is just like, whatever, shut up. This is the moment that I realized this episode was going to be nothing but fighting from here on out. Because this oh, was yes, just a fight that didn't need to happen. Everybody's just mad this week for some yeah. reason. Everybody's um, egos are huge. Everybody's tempers are high. And every little thing is blowing up huge. And honestly, every not little thing is blowing up, Kareem. Um, mm-hmm. Fuck. What an asshole. <laughs> but on a happier note, let's talk about uh-huh. the, the, the the terrible creation that E-Money made where he was attempting <laughs> at the beginning to make Hollandaise sauce. And ended up just mixing every condiment they could find in the fridge. Honestly, I don't know how he made it taste bad either. Because ketchup and mayo is special sauce most yeah. of the time. That's the secret ranch. sauce. Oh, did he put ranch in it? And mustard. I missed that. I only saw the yeah. ketchup, mayo, and mustard. And I was like, that no, should be fine. He put ranch dressing in it. That was a mistake. That, oh, was, you th- that was where he went very wrong. <laughs> After the day, everyone comes back. It's time well, for the hold on, hold ceremony. on. Before we go there, I want to wrap up uh, Deandra and Malcolm round two with Tyler's oh, okay. commentary on the whole thing, which was, oh. what is going on? This place is great. I hate it, but it's great. Same, Tyler. Same. All right. So are you ready to talk about this truth booth? Uh, yes, I am. All right. Bring us into it, Aubrey. Well... Oh, there's so many places to start. Um, let's start with my favorite part. And this is the part that made me just a tiny bit happy for a little while. Because it starts with Narice and Deandra bonding over uh-huh. their hatred of Malcolm. In TJ's like, words, uh, Miami of Miami <laughs> is my friend. No, it was the friend of my enemy is my friend. Oh, right. My friend of Miami is my frenemy? <laughs> my Miami's friends are my enemies that's the one i think we can all agree on that oh i think we just found our title what's that (laughs) miami Miami. friends (laughs) (laughs) miami 90210 (laughs) yeah that's a that's not a show um but then uh terrence asked keith if anything happened on the date which i would have loved if keith was just like ah it was a pretty like whatever like I mean, that is kind of his answer. It was like, how'd the date go? And he was like, yeah, I had a good time. And then it was like, well, did anything happen on the date? Which I was just like, good job, Keith. I was like, I love that. Like, that would have been me. Well, it's because I'm sure he did "Ah." genuinely have a good time, too. He likes Olivia. And I just hate that. Like, like you're a host who knows everything. Like, if you want to know something, just ask. Just bring it up. Generally, Terrence has been better about that, too. He usually, instead of, like, playing, you know, 
out of the know and being like, so is anything going on with, he's like, so what's yeah, going on like, with you guys? Exactly. Um, or he'll be like, there was a fight. Like, tell me about it. Yeah. Like what the fuck is your problem? Eh? But, uh, but so, uh, Keith just goes in on it. Cause he's just like, well, uh, I kissed Olivia last night and I kissed her again yesterday. And, and like, you can see Alexis and Kareem dying internally right next to them. I gotta say, I felt, I felt kind of bad for Alexis throughout this truth booth because I did too, because while she is aligned herself with completely the wrong person, I feel for her. Like, Oh, she really, really liked Keith and and he is reasonable for her to be upset. Yeah. And he, he is being kind of cold to her, this truth booth. And I get it. It's because he's defending himself from Kareem, basically, that he's sort of right. in this position of it, it, not being able to of bad things. Yeah, like, he, he's just not in a position to be able to be apologetic at this stage, I feel like, because of Kareem. But she's decided to team up with Kareem because he manipulated her into it. Yep. Um, and so he's just like, I can't do it with them now because they're a team. Yeah, I I feel for Alexis, but she's she's just on the wrong side of this one, and it sucks. Cause it like, sucks for her. And and the the thing is, you know, this was the first time. Like honestly, she was finding out that it was just kissing. Uh huh. Because all throughout the date and all through everything, she thought they hooked up, and like they just now had an argument about what defines hooking up. And I feel like it's at this point too late for it to matter that they didn't actually hook up again if she yeah, exactly. had this confrontation without kareem originally uh-huh. i i would be willing to assume it would have gone a very different way they might still not even right. be friends but she might also not be screaming you're dead to me at the truth booth ceremony <laughs> um <laughs> i hope you die <laughs> terrence was just like well that's harsh yeah i like terrence for that one just good. i get it I girl like good but... after that <laughs> Yeah, no, um, Alexis was entertaining this truth booth. Oh, she was always at her most fun uh, when she's crazy. She is. She's a fun crazy, at least. She's not nearly as harmful as Kareem is. Well, let's talk about Kareem. Oh, dear. So let's talk about, again, his manipulation, mm-hmm. which Olivia called him out on this time. Because he was like, oh, like, you did this as revenge for Zoe, blah, 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 like, I, like, was begging you for an apology when I did it, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, first of all, this had nothing to do with Zoe. And second of all, I came to you first to apologize. And then it was like, yeah, but you kissed him, like, a second time. And, like... I think the most important thing to look at here is, regardless of what Olivia did previously, just that completely aside... In no way is Kareem's behavior justified by her actions. Because Kareem is still 100% in the wrong, regardless of Olivia. This is one of the sort of like best sort of examples of that, where if Kareem was acting like a reasonable person, he would be in the right. Because Olivia did kiss another guy twice, like while being with him. But because he's crazy, he's moved himself into the wrong. Yeah, no, he, I mean, she said it herself pretty early on in this episode that she felt like Kareem, you know, the, I can't remember the word she used. She used much more friendly words, but I'm going to change them to the crazier he got, the more he pushes me away. And the the he's pushing me away are the words that she used. And I think we saw that this episode is she kissed Keith. Well, Keith kissed her. She kissed back. It is a little bit different. But again, the semantics don't barely. really matter. It's barely different. And the semantics don't matter. No, at this I point. would argue it's not different because he asked to kiss her. That's true. Like, that is very true. It's he not did even ask. like, a, oh, he kissed me and I like gave into it in like the passion of the moment. No, it was premeditated on both of our parts. Fair enough. But regardless, so they kissed and she apologized. And then the next day they kiss again. And normally under any other circumstance... I'd fault Olivia for that one. And I still do to an extent. Like she shouldn't have done that. But he's responsible for kissing Keith. And it was completely like disrespectful and rude and inappropriate of her to do that. And And yet, here we are mm. with Kareem. Oh my I, I don't even know what to say about him anymore, because I feel like I've said it all. He's abusive. 
Yeah. There's there's nothing more that needs to be said. And the longer it goes on and the more we see him talk, the more obvious it becomes. It, uh, yeah, and 100%. I, it, it's, and it's going to have to be addressed soon. Because I think it would honestly just be irresponsible of MTV to not intervene in this if it continues the way it's going. Because the fact of the matter is, somebody in this house, some girl in this house, is matched with Kareem. And forcing them to try and do that I mean, you could argue they're not forcing them, they can lose, but you're functionally forcing them to do this and saying that you will have a good relationship with this man, which no person can. Nobody can have a good relationship with somebody who's fundamentally abusive. Well, I think the good news is, is that all of the girls have been able to see him for who he is and none of them, like, so even if they are a perfect match, and it happens a lot with some of these people, it's like, Someone will be like, well, they're my perfect match, and I hate them. But this is different than that. Malcolm at least isn't abusive. He's a cheater, and he's an idiot. But you know what you're getting yourself into with that. And I feel like... That is true. It's just a completely different beast, being a cheater versus being abusive. Because abusive implies, I would say demands, actually, manipulation and emotional abuse which are hard to get out of a cheater is just a cheater you can choose to be with or without a cheater that it's it's just different i agree i'm gonna have to cut this episode down a lot it's like 90 percent me hating kareem obviously um keith and olivia are uh put into the booth and honestly shockingly they are a no match i was it's not the most shocked I've been at a no match, but I was surprised because they seem like they're was, good for each other. Honestly, it was a bummer. I would say it was definitely a bummer. Honestly, I thought the best reward after this week for Keith and uh, Olivia would be to get to just leave the house together. Like that, that would be the ultimate fuck you Kareem. And I hate that he gets to feel justified now, even though he's not. And I know it's garbage. Um, do you want to know what else is garbage? Yep. If Kareem and Olivia are a match, it might explain why they're able to win so fast. Because it would, like, give them, like, seven pairings just by process of elimination. I think it would be interesting if Kareem and Alexis were a match. Yeah, I mean, I'd be game for that, honestly. No, I wouldn't. Nobody deserves Kareem. But Alexis is nutty, and Kareem's a psycho, so who knows? I feel like... I feel like Alexis would kill Kareem before Kareem would kill Alexis is the thing. Oh, 100%. Kareem would hit Alexis one day, and then she would stab him in his sleep. I loved Kareem. Not Kareem. I love nothing about Kareem. I love Keith and Olivia's spite makeout before they went into the truth booth and how kind of gross that was. Yes. I supported it. Oh, I loved their spite makeout, but I hated watching it. I feel like we saw so few characters this episode. Or people. I guess they're not technically characters, but they're whatever. characters. I feel like we just saw, saw so few. This was the um, Alexis, Keith, Kareem, and Olivia show with a side order of Malcolm and Deandra. Yeah, it was weird. And it wasn't bad. But, no, well, I don't know. They're bad. But we're running short on episodes. How many are there supposed to be? I think 10 or 11. I don't know. I can check previous seasons. So where's the matchup this week? Like, obviously, we spent a lot of time watching people fight, but uh, so much for sticking to our format, huh? Oh, I know. I know. Because, of course, why would we want to do anything reasonably? I just... What they're doing, stretching the season like this, doesn't make sense to me unless they win early. But them winning early doesn't make sense to me. So I'm not really sure what yeah. to think. Yeah, there's ten episodes. That's what I thought. So they have two episodes to... Get a perfect match. Or if someone gets expelled from the house, maybe everyone just loses. But Maybe Kareem just gets expelled. And they all lose? Yeah. I, I wonder. 
Because I've been I've been thinking about like how they could kick a person out of the house in this game. It's it's sort of rough that there's no good way to yeah. do it. You would have to kick two people out. Yeah, my only thinking is is that maybe the most fair way to kick somebody out would be you kick out the offender, you move their perfect match to the victory house or whatever, and if they win, yeah. they get their cut, and if they lose, they lose with the rest of them. Yeah, that sounds fair. That sounds like it sucks for the person who gets removed for no reason, basically. Oh, it has super. to go to the victory house. Oh, yeah. But it seems like the most fair option in an extreme situation. Oh, I, yeah, 100, it is the most fair. So I don't, I don't know what this season is doing. Because if they only have two more <laughs> episodes left, they're already now two matchups behind, correct? So that would mean they need four total matchup ceremonies in the next two episodes to have given exactly. the number of attempts they were promised. Yeah. So are they just going to... They can do a double matchup, like a double eviction kind of thing for the finale, maybe. But we it still have like a, we still a, have one extra matchup ceremony floating around that we got to spend somewhere. So maybe they do it in nine weeks. Because the finale might be like a, a, like a two hour long special or something. Okay, so they... So I guess that would work then if we get a matchup next week and they do a double matchup for the finale and then they win and a matchup they early. They figure it out in nine weeks. God, I hope, oh, I hope God, they lose. So sad. It would be sad if they won. They didn't deserve it. They didn't earn it. Some of these guys I like, but honestly, I don't like them no. enough to give people I hate as much as I do money. I'd rather yeah, take I'm away money from the people I like in this case. I'd rather <sighs> one innocent man... No, what's the saying? I'd rather a thousand innocent men... Fuck. Men go... F I'd rather... I'd rather a, I'd a thousand guilty men go free. No, I'd rather a thousand... man. No, but in this case, I think what I'm saying is <laughs> I'd rather a thousand innocent men go to jail than one guilty man roam the streets. <laughs> I'd rather they all get no money than give money to Kareem. Oh, I mean, I can't say I disagree with you is the messed up part. Punish them all. <laughs> there will be blood, and it will be Kareem's. Except not really. It's going to be whoever he fucking chucks a magic eight ball at. Right, girl. He's going to hurt someone. We're not even talking about the show anymore. Should we end the episode? I guess. Uh, yeah. All right. So thanks for sticking with us for another The Boom Boom Room. A uh, couple housekeeping <gasps> things before we get to Aubrey's moral at the end here. Uh, I uh, I know we soft promised you an audio update this week, and that uh, didn't happen. Oh, I wonder why. Is it because eBay's a terrible website that scams people? No, because he sent it. But <laughs> but anyway, Aubrey's mic is on the way. It's in the mail. It'll be here by yesterday. By yesterday. Yeah, did it? Yeah, it told me it'll be a, arrived November 9th. Oh, that's great. Right. So we should have it for the podcast today. Now it'll be here yesterday, well, yesterday. For, for today. Yeah. Cool. But, so we'll see if that happens. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully it'll get here yesterday. Um, uh, I hope. But regardless, it should hopefully be here for the next one. I know this is the second week in a row I've told you that, but I'm telling you again, and it's going to be true eventually. Anybody who has been listening especially or if you're just starting to listen to us now uh thanks for sticking it out with us it's it uh, means a lot it's nice to not be talking into the void although we're, we're totally willing to do that too but it's mm -hmm. nice to not have to don't um, get it twisted and that's that's all the real announcements for this week as always you can email email us have you been checking that <gasps> No, I thought that was your thing. It is my, is thing. It my thing. No, it's, it's okay, checking well, the email check is super it. my thing. Hold on, I'm going to check it right okay. now in case we actually got an email. I can edit out the part where I said Same, I don't check that's it. that's exactly what I'm doing. No, no emails. No one loves us. Okay, then I won't admit on the show that we haven't been checking it. Um, or maybe I will. But yeah, we, we still have an email address. You can email us if you want. Uh, it's tbbrpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also Reddit us. Uh, tbbr underscore podcast is that correct that is correct cool so i got that one right um Good. i'm so proud of, of you and of course you know 
please, please, uh, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes or on Google Play or anything else you might be listening to this on. I don't know if we're on more stuff, but we might be. And yeah, that's all the announcements I have. So Aubrey, what is the moral this week? Uh, this moral is a pretty simple one, um, and it's a little bit serious, you guys, because I just, I feel like this needs to be said. Like, if ever you're dating someone and you're like, oh yeah, my boyfriend's super, like, Kareem, uh, dump him and leave the state. <laughs> so your advice for somebody who is dating somebody like Kareem is to just yeah. move. Fake, like, fake your death. Come up with a new birth certificate, a new social security number. Get out of there, honey. I, I, I have, I've, this entire time I've had this joke on the tip of my tongue about the Magic 8 Ball, and I just can't quite make it happen, and it's been, it's been frustrating me. <laughs> oh, the true tragedy. There, there's, it's a comedy goldmine, I'm just not quite clever enough to tap it. I can't, yeah, I can't, well. I can't tap Kareem the way I, I want to. Oh god, be thankful. I wish I could just shake him up until he says, gives the answer I want. He really needs to learn how to shake it off? Shake, shake, no, that's a, that's a, that's a Taylor Swift thing, never mind. You could, you could say Kareem's a, a crazy eight? I don't know. It's gotta be Kareem something. Kareem should ask again later. That one's a bit on the nose, but... Well, I, I also don't know what he's asking. Like, that doesn't quite work. Ah, I don't know, this is hard. <laughs>